Hey, this is Danny G, and I'm sitting here with two seniors from the CCIE program. Hi, Jalen. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Hi, Princess. Hello, how are you doing today? Fantastic. So thank you guys for joining me this morning. Um, tell me a little bit about your project. What's the name of your project? Um, okay, um, our, uh, the name of our project is Black Strand, and we are an uh, innovative and uplifting consulting firm, which targets the assistance of uh black minority uh, people in their underfunded communities. And we're basically going to help pay reparations for what we deserve, because uh, white supremacists have put tax dollars on this soon to be legal substance. And previously in 2017, 492,700 people were arrested for this uh, war on drugs. And actually 46.9% um, of the people were uh, African American and Latino, despite that we only make up 36.9% of the population. So what we wanted to do was just be the next footstool in giving us the reparations we deserve. Now that was a lot and it was heavy and I want to unpack it because you said a lot of very powerful stuff in that mission statement on purpose. Black Strand is a consulting firm mm -hmm. for minority businesses. Yes, for uh, minority for minority business owners, like one uh, black or Latino business owners. Okay, black or Latino business owners dealing with reparations, and you said tax dollars. And yes, basically, like what's the, it about? So the services we will provide is people will come to us for a, a flat fee, and we will provide them all the consultations, referrals, licensing we need, because that's the main problem that we face. Is annually two point five million dollars to run a dispensary in the state of Illinois. Oh, it's about a dispensary. You know you've not yet mentioned what it's <laughs> okay, about. Sorry. Okay, so sorry you about said, that. Yeah, you said tax what? dollars, you said reparations, you said like people been arrested, but you never said... So basically, yeah. so what we're doing is aiding blacks and Latinos to be the next dispensary owners oh. to get the money for this soon-to-be legal substance so we can oh. give back to the communities that need it. Got you. So you guys are a consulting firm for black and brown minority business owners who want to get into the cannabis industry. That, yeah, and you want to help bring reparations. And so on the social justice side, you want to kind of undo some of the damage that's been done to minority communities. Yeah, right. And then on the business side, you want to help empower business owners to get involved in this new industry yes, that yes. we have mm -hmm. been historically targeted. Right. We have been historically targeted. Okay. All right, Black so, Strand. Um, and Jalen, you can give kind of, um, like, why is this a problem to us? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, before we even get into that, how did you guys, what made, what drew you to this? Did you make it up? Um, how actually, did you guys find this project as part of CCIE? Um, actually, uh, Mr. Lavin is a partner with CCIE. And, um, Who's Mr. Lavin? He's one of uh, uh, the consultants that work with us with CCIE. And okay. he actually uh, came and pitched a, a project to us. And it was uh, a social justice project. And we all had to come up with something that we really feel that touched home and was a problem in our community. Mm -hmm. And one thing that me and my uh, partner Jalen here had noticed was both of us had um, problems in our community with our friends, family members, and close ones being arrested for this soon to be legal substance, mm -hmm. cannabis. So y'all knew people who got yeah, arrested for Family me. members yeah. and their friends. Yeah. And we wanted to find a way that we could actually help them with overturning the convictions, with being right. the next dispensary owners. We wanted to find out a way. And we actually 
found that this was a niche, a niche in the industry that needed to be hit. Because when I did the research, there's no black dispensary owners in the state of Illinois out of all 22 dispensaries. 22 dispensaries. When was the first dispensary? When did, when did dispensaries in Illinois even become a thing? Um, How I did think, we get here? Um, I think, I, actually, let me pull up uh, in my research real fast. But um, I don't know the exact uh, year that Illinois became medicinally legal. Because mm-hmm. um, it's been here. Weed right. has been in Illinois, Forever. but like you said, when it's become medicinally legal, legal. and that right. gave everybody the right. It was actually, um, here. I love this so much because you guys have done a lot of research around the topic, and it's so easy when we talk about cannabis, inner city young people to assume that it's just like, oh, because we want to get high, but in reality. There are benefits and business. Right. It's a business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, we're going to actually try to help solve this problem by we're going to try to create pop-up shops, like uh, starting off like near uh, Illinois Medical District area. Pharmacies. To, and, and near pharmacies, just to the point of raising awareness in our state to let people know what's going on if people don't know and try uh, different marketing strategies because actually... If we can show you right here, we um, have these two different marketing plans. If you you know the uh, Sephora store the, with the makeup, mm-hmm. their CEO actually um, just posted a new uh, marketing and advertisement thing, and they just got CBD in their um, in their products, and they actually used um, a, a black woman song. Khalees. Um, Khalees. They what? used a black woman song with a white woman's hand with the <gasps> CBD product. So what we wanted to do was create different marketing campaigns to raise awareness. And if you know Miley Cyrus, Uh her mother just posted a a picture in front of about 20 pounds of weed in a safe. Uh And saying that, um, like I said yesterday, uh, how times are changing. But they're still showing white people on and all the marijuana products. And a mom celebrating the fact that she has all... Right, and people... I'm over here choking at this picture. (laughs) Like, it's a mom with 20 pounds of weed. We would put y'all in jail for, this. for a little bag. For, for we not would even put y'all in jail and kick you of mar- out of school. Exactly. Over ten grams of marijuana in the state of Illinois, there's no more fines. You're going to jail. That's <laughs> over a, ten grams. Of and mar- so, this is the image that, as young black men who survive and live this life every day, you got to make sense out of. If I go buy some weed, I could go to jail. Right. But this white woman can post a picture. With this white pounds. mother. Can post a picture with 20 pounds. Sephora can post using Khalees' song in a white hand to post and cannabis. marijuana derived substances. In but we are all the way excluded. So that's what Black Strain is here to help. Okay. So then walk us through the next phase. Um. So um, the steps we're going to uh, take, like I said, we're creating these pop-up shops. We're going to have our design officer here, uh, Jalen. We're going to um, have him create some office spaces for us, and we're um, trying to get our first client done by the end of this year. And um, our research officer, uh, Juwanson, who just uh, came in. Hello, Juwanson. He's, he's, um, he's actually doing all the research in all locations and how we should um, move forward with things so we our business can really flourish and what type of licensing we'll need and everything. Because I know as being a minority um, group and trying to do this, our licenses might cost more than an right. average person. So ours might be a little harder to get. So we're actually trying to get in contact with people from like, um, like the house rep, like basically political people, uh-huh. um, 
like lawyers and stuff like that who have done this before so they can really help us. And so to bring it back, to root it back into the school part, because we know society is changing and mm-hmm. we always have to catch up, mm-hmm. what do you think you guys can do to help educate older generations mm-hmm. like me who grew up in the D.A.R.E. era, even our parents, so that's mm-hmm. like y'all grandparents and aunties, and then even your peers? How can we learn more about marijuana or cannabis from the other side? Right, so you're saying from the education standpoint? Um, actually, what we could do is with our um, business that we were creating, we were actually going to do like um, informational sessions and educational things mm-hmm. in our shops because, as you know, uh, with all the dispensaries that are going on, you can't be under the age of 21 to even enter the place. Right. So, okay. what I, so what I was thinking about with um, that information was with us being a consultant firm with cannabis, we won't really have more products in yeah. our place as right. much. We'll just have the paperwork and everything needed. So what we can do is sure. open it up to the youth and allow them to have um, classes, sessions, anything Means. to learn the mm-hmm. educational purposes. And if right. they want to move forward, when they get older with this, have partnerships with us and certain things like this to just help the community. So that it really becomes about empowering them about the business opportunities and not and encouraging the just, youth and I noticed just to that, smoke weed. Yep, that, right, yep. And I noticed that a lot of the youth gets the wrong perception of this yes, substance as right. well because anything that you, an apple can be abused. If you mm. eat too many apples, you can gain weight. So the point right. is, not, not saying this is just the most, uh, not the best substance in the world, but you it just has to be controlled and we want to get that education out to everybody that right. you just can't abuse this as well, even though there's not one case of overdose. So that they Anything know. can be abused and can become an addiction. Yes, so, they know, so that they would know what they're putting in their body. So that they'll know what they're putting in their body. I love this. I love Black Strand. Thank you guys for speaking with us and sharing your story. What can we, as the adults in the network, how can we support this project? Um, You can start off, Jesse. So... Um, okay. So, we would like for you all just to, I'm not really sure, but I just help out, mm-hmm. like, just to see, like, so we can work with you all to see if we have different connections that can help us mm-hmm. in, in the further situations of keeping it all together and having everything go work. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I can say with, um, connections from the network is if you know any lawyers anybody um any personal connections you have with people that aided the cannabis industry any type of way um also just helping us stay active with giving us the um permission to post up our marketing campaigns on your um uh, uh, on your grounds like in our school areas mm-hmm. and everything giving us permission to market the way we want to market and raise awareness to uh our fellow peers and students who we go to school with because some of them might not even have the correct perception of what we're trying to get across. Yeah, that would be beautiful in a perfect world, but I think we are probably, you know, that's a great question. In Colorado, school nurses have been approved to give cannabis-based No, that's medicine. not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying the marketing campaign purpose. That's my question. When right. do y'all think we will, in Chicago, be able to have, like, when are well, we going actually, to move away? Uh, with our new governor, J.B. Yeah. Prisker, he his net worth is worth $4.5 and he has dispensaries all over the United States. That's why 
Um, actually, I think it was January 28th of 2019. He just wrote some uh, bill to go pass the second time through the House of Representatives mm-hmm. to go um, and legalize marijuana recreationally. Because if you look at, uh, it's actually Salt Lake City. Their um, their whole town was um, basically gone. They didn't have any uh, police stability, any uh, school, and anything. And they opened two dispensaries and renovated mm-hmm. the whole town. So it just revitalized so, everything. And with the way that our money, police yeah. system is looking, school system is looking with the $36 million in unfunded money we just found and all this, we can use these dispensaries to help with that and not just and the construction going on throughout the city. We can't help with this with our dispensaries. So you think that with the new governor, we're going to move this pretty quickly? I yeah. mean, it's looking like with yeah, the way it's, it's looking, because they're writing bills. Every, I mean, it's looking like there's being a notion for it to move forward, but we just have to hope and put our um, expertise to work. So you say soon. Soon. Hopefully soon. about hopefully the next soon. five, yep. six months. Oh, soon, soon. <laughs> hopefully okay. by the end of 2019. What a time to be alive because this is so different from when I was in school. So different. So I mean, yeah. we just have to keep the youth active because that yep. is the next... Um, because, I mean, you were the youth. That, I was. I was the youth. Changing the... Um, future so it's true. we just have to keep raising awareness for positivity yes i agree i'm so happy that you guys shared this thank you Jalen. you're welcome thank you princess thank you thank y'all research partner again because i need to write his name down what's your name again juanson thank you juanson this is danny g sitting with the students from the black strand um project with ccie thanks for listening